Blog Talk Radio. Customs at a time, 
maybe one a year of that, and the people who make a lot of customs at one time are, you know, selling them for maybe not quite as much as the people who make one custom a year and it's like over the top and like, you know, museum quality or something. It's all about balance, you know? Yep. And then there's people, you know, who make make a decent amount doing customs, but they also have other jobs that they consider their real job and insist that they're not customizers, no matter how much we may argue. Yeah, well, so, there's no real uh, clear definition of what a customizer is and what, you know, whether or not somebody is a customizer, but... I would say anybody that's picked up a pony and gone, I think this one can have better hair than what it came with, is a customizer. Oh, absolutely. I mean, you don't have to be, like, making it your career to be a customizer. Um, if it's something you do and you love it and, you know, you know, like the mood strikes you and you pick up a pony or, you know, or a ball-jointed doll and you make a custom, you're a customizer. At the very, at the very least, as a hobbyist, and I, I would yeah, venture to I say, and I would venture to say, if my little pony talks, invites you to come on as a customizer, then at the very least, we think you're customizers. And it's really rather silly to argue the point with us because we've already made up our mind that you're a customizer. <laughs> yes, this is true. But yes. So hopefully at some point we will be able to get Simply Steffi on the show to talk about her, her love of the last unicorn, her appreciation for the pony's heartthrob and locket, and for her work as a customizer. Regardless she of is how a customizer. She is. And I mean, to say that you're not a customizer because you only do like one a year, let's look, let's look at the facts. There are people like Dark Horse who go for a couple of years without producing anything new, and then they produce some, and everybody's like, oh, my God. And then they kind of disappear for a while, and they come back, and they make these grand appearances, and we still call them customizers because they make custom bunnies. And may I say Dark Horse makes really awesome custom ponies that I can't afford. But nonetheless... <laughs> well, it's like any other art form, you know, you you can't put it, I mean, you can put it down for a little while and walk away from it, but you can, you know, you can't really just go, oh, well, I'm not a customizer just because I haven't made something in a month or because I don't make enough in a year or... You know, I mean, it's just like being a painter or a sculptor or in any other art form. Well, yeah, absolutely. 
as an artist, as someone who makes custom ponies myself, I can tell you that sometimes you're just not feeling it. You know, even if you have a load of commissions that you're supposed to be getting done, you can experience periods where you're looking at your commission list and you're just going, I'm just not feeling it. And you're apologizing to the people who commissioned you and, you know, I promise I'll get back. I promise you're not forgotten. I, I will work on it. You will get it at some point. But, you know, it's just art is not something mathematical. I mean, there is art that is done with math, but that's a specific kind of art. In general, mm -hmm. art is something that it's an outpouring of yourself and what you're feeling and your talents, and it's not something that is always accessible. Um, so I don't think people should ever feel like in order to be a real customizer, you have to produce so much a year, so much a month. Now, admittedly, you have to have created at least one at some point. You know. Um, yeah, that's probably the only say, requirement. Yeah. You can't say, well, I'm a customizer. I just haven't made anything yet. <laughs> that's that, that's maybe where we would draw the line. Um, because that's like, I'm the president. I just haven't been elected yet. <laughs> I'm absolutely the leader of the free world. I just haven't gotten around to letting anybody else know yet. Um, <laughs> yeah, so, so you do have to have made at least one custom pony or even a custom Monster High doll. I would love to invite, you know, Monster High, um, Ever After High, Bratz doll customizers on. Just, just, just for the comparison to see if there's, you know, overlaps and, you know, things. I think there are. <laughs> but, yes, I... Uh, to all the customizers out there who listen to the show, if we call you or send you a, a, a Facebook message or whatever and say, you know, you're a customizer and we would love to have you on the show, we do not want to hear, oh, I'm not really a customizer. We know better. We obviously are, are aware of your work and are an admirer. The false modesty stuff, it doesn't work with me. And besides, if hundreds of people can listen to us ramble on about nonsense and claim it's entertaining, hundreds of people can listen to you ramble on about your nonsense and claim it's entertaining. <laughs> Absolutely. We get fabulous, fabulous results from doing customizer interviews, you know. Um, and people want to hear customizers talk about their work. Even if you're a retired customizer, especially if you're a retired customizer, because people start to go, oh, I remember them. I wonder what's been going on with them. If you have made customs and we like them and we want you on the show, don't argue with us. Just come on the show. It's so much easier that way. Because I do have some of you people's phone numbers in my phone. No. I could, 
I could technically call you <laughs> and do a surprise interview. I'm tempted. But I will not do that this week. An ambush interview? An ambush interview. The only reason I'm not doing it this week is because it's just before, you know, Christmas and New Year's and and I know a lot of people are probably busy, so I'm going to cut you all a little bit of slack. But seriously, customizers out there, don't make me ambush interview you. Do not invoke the wrath of Nishi. Yes. And, and more importantly, now that Pony Genie has made an appearance again, I can, I can Twitter Pony Genie. And we can ambush you together. She probably has some of you people's numbers, too. You know it's probably true. You know who you are. Yep. I know Pony Genie's got connections. Yep. So, unless you're Peter S. Beagle or... Um, Lauren, Fra Lauren Faust or something, and we know you're super busy. Be warned. We <laughs> shall ambush interview you at some point if you do not come willingly. <laughs> oh, that's an evil laugh. I can laugh maniacally because Pony Baby and Pony Husband are out collecting our... Uh, Christmas cards and doing some grocery shopping. Although, you know, Pony Baby was sick yesterday. What's that? Pony Baby was sick yesterday. Oh, yeah, I saw your post. Is she doing better? She's doing better. I wanted to keep her home all day today, too, but Fred thinks that she's better, and so he wanted to take her out on an adventure. So we'll see what condition she's in when she gets back. Aww. But, yeah, she when she woke up this morning, she didn't have a fever anymore, so I, I suppose she's... She's a sight better than she was yesterday. And yesterday, her fever, well, it started yet yesterday early in the morning at around 3 o'clock in the morning. She had a mm. fever of 102. At least that's what the oh thermometer my. was saying. Not, it, that, that was the ear thermometer, though, and I don't trust the ear thermometer because the ear thermometer said I was dead. The ear thermometer took my temperature and said, you're at 95.5 degrees. And I will admit, my temperature can be abnormally low, but I've never been 95 before. Wow. So I'm not entirely sure that the ear thermometer is particularly trustworthy. Um, so then we broke out the, the regular thermometer mm -hmm. and did an underarm test. And I really don't like that thermometer either because it takes forever to get a final temperature. Um, but, yeah, it said it was pretty high, so it went up and down oh. between 99 and 101 most of the day yesterday. 
Oh, poor pony baby. Yeah. She was not happy, as none of us would be in that condition. No, I'm pretty miserable at that high temperature, too. And I called the hospital, and they were like, oh, yeah, there's a virus that's been going around. She's got a viral fever. No point in bringing her in. There's nothing we can do that you can't do at home. So, yeah. you know, we put a cool washcloth on her forehead and gave her frozen fruit bars and gave her lots of water to drink in addition to, you know, drinking milk and plenty of rest, all that sort of thing. Baby Tylenol. Yep, that's all you can do. Basically just water and aspirin. Yep, make sure she's wearing light clothes. She was wearing basically a diaper and a tank top all yesterday. But eventually she started feeling better and... Well, that's good. There's nothing worse than a miserable baby. Yeah. I mean, I can still tell she's not all the way better because she's been wanting to sleep a lot today, too. So... Yeah. But... Yeah, she... She doesn't feel like touching a burner anymore, so that's good. Well, she's probably just wanting to recover from... Being sick is exhausting sometimes, so... Yeah. Especially when you're a baby and when you're sick, you do a lot of crying. So then you're sick, oh, you're, you're tired because you've been sick, and then you're especially tired because you've been crying the whole time. Well, that that just makes, the crying baby just makes everybody tired. Yeah. Well, and it's heartbreaking because you know why they're crying. And there's really only so much you can do. You want to make it better for them right now. And you can't. It's just, you just can only do what you can do, and they don't understand that you're not all-powerful, because in their mind you are, especially when you're zero years old. Yeah. Well, it's kind of hard to explain. you got to sit down and just wait it out, and when every other time, you know, mommy's been able to make it better. Yeah. But really, there's not much you can explain to, you know, a six-month-old. You can try. I've been trying to explain to her that while I'm flattered that she loves me so much, she needs to know that Daddy loves her, too, and even though he's a knucklehead sometimes, she's just as safe with Daddy as she is with Mommy. He he's on vacation this week, and so he want, he's wanting to you know spend time with the baby and do baby things. And I'm home too. And she's like, but 
I want to be with mommy. Mommy's home. <laughs> yeah, because she's used to mommy all the time. Yep. Just sort of, who's this dude, and why does he keep wanting to do stuff? Well, and, and she's just, she knows he's daddy, and she knows that he lives here. Uh-huh. And he's fine, but she just doesn't feel comfortable 100% unless... I'm interacting with her and stuff. And I'm trying to finish this commission. Like, actually, I'm painting on it right now. And it's hard to finish a commission when, if you look down, the baby screams. <laughs> yeah. I, I have that problem to a lesser extent. Because I've got the birds. I'm still birdie-sitting my dad's parrot, and they're both in need of constant attention. And if I'm paying attention to one bird, I have to pay attention to the other. So I either have to pass one bird off to the boyfriend or focus on both of them, but then I can't paint. And if I'm painting, they're screeching in the background. Now, when you're painting, like, a cutie mark, do you ever have that issue where no matter how mathematical you're being about it, you have the darndest time getting it so that it's symmetrical on both sides? Yeah. I can't count how many times I've sat there and flipped the pony back and forth and back and forth, and I've tried to do a stencil. And I've tried to do, I've tried to paint it by taking pony and turning around, turning it around so that I'm looking at its butt, and then painting sideways so that the mark is symmetrical and the same on both sides. But it just doesn't work. And I'm having that issue. And you know, it's one thing when you're painting something that's more organic because people don't notice quite so much, you know. If something yeah. organic isn't terribly symmetrical. But I'm painting a silhouette of a disc golf basket. Mm-hmm. It's all basically straight lines. So it's really noticeable if it's not, you know, the same on both sides. Yeah, and it's really hard to do with something that's basically straight lines anyhow. And then, of course, it's a full-body repaint, so I periodically, after wiping off the botched shooting mark on the, the other side, have to repaint because unlike when you're just painting on, on a stock body, it's, you know, eventually you're wiping right. off the body too. 
Yeah. Um, and to that, sometimes just the some of the brush strokes and stuff in a full body repaint can mess you up. Oh, yeah. With trying to line stuff up. If you get a straight hair in the brush you've been using, it can totally ruin a paint job. Or if the paint starts to get too thick. Oh. But I really want to get him done either today or tomorrow so I can deliver it to the person who purchased the pony from me. Now, luckily, she's local. Oh, that's good. So I don't good. actually have to ship the guy. Oh, oh the frustrations of just oh, yeah. being a customizer in general. And then I have a bone to pick with people who create paintbrushes, but they do a half-assed job. There is nothing worse than buying something that's marketed as an artist-quality paintbrush, and as you're painting, it's shedding brush hairs because of the way it was manufactured. You know, it doesn't matter that you use stable brush hairs if they're falling out. Yeah, because hmm. then that just means you're getting an expensive sable hair somewhere in your paint that you then have to pick out and go over on that spot again. Yep. Yeah, I personally think that there really needs to be more regulations on how people advertise paint and brushes. Because I feel like a lot of the, the acrylic paint manufacturers that advertise their stuff as artist quality aren't being very truthful. <laughs> and I think a lot of people who are manufacturing paintbrushes who claim that they're artist quality aren't being especially truthful. You know, and uh, I found actually the best paints and the best brushes come from gaming stores. Oh, yeah, for the miniatures? Citadel, Citadel Paints and uh, Armory, or what, what's it called? Army Paint, the Army Painter brushes. Quite frankly, some of the best brushes I've ever purchased. Yeah. Well, you got to figure most of those paints are going to be going on uh, pieces that are going to be picked up and handled a lot. So it's something that you want that will put down a thick coat and it'll last pretty well. And then the, the brushes are really small because they're going on miniatures, so you can get excellent detail. Well, also a good and set of brushes that you can use for tiny details are, um, uh, I can't remember what they're called. A friend got me a set of them last year for Christmas. Um, 
but they're brushes that are used for like um nail art. They're the real, real tiny brushes that they use for um detail when when they do like the real fancy artwork on people's nails and stuff. Yeah. I mean, my third favorite brush is actually a Winsor & Newton brush, size zero. But it's not as, for, for, for really good, fine details, like eyelashes and stuff, I have to go with the Army Painter. Their Wargamer Insane Detail Brush. The Winsor & Newton size zero brush is actually thicker than the Wargamer Detail Brush and significantly thicker than the Insane Detail Brush. So for the finest hmm. detail, Wargamer by the Army Painter, the Insane Detail and Detail are the way to go. Oh. I just wish I could get this guy finished up. He's he's actually I, I I'm I'm quite proud of him for being not just a full body repaint but a 100% sculpted pony. Oh, cool! I mean the body is the body is sculpted too because he started off as a G2 and now he is a boy G4. Oh wow! Now, who is this that you're making a custom of, or do we have to wait until you deliver it to the person that you're getting it to? Well, I can say that he is a frisbee golf pony, mm -hmm. and I can say that she is a boy, first pony, white with red hair and a disc golf basket. Um, and he's actually going to be a Christmas gift for someone who isn't into ponies, but isn't into frisbee golf. So I don't think there's a risk of the person receiving this hearing about it on our show. Okay. So that's kind of neat. Yeah. But, uh, I had to, uh, make molds of the G4 ears because I found them particularly difficult to sculpt because they're such a weird shape. And uh, so I had to learn how to make a mold and then use um, silicone, is that what it is? No, resin. Use resin to make the ears and then I had to attach the ears and kind of sculpt them on in a way to make them seem seamless. He has both epoxy sculpt and super sculpty in his makeup, as well as the resin ears. Wow. He is, he looks more simple than the Rainbow of Light Pony I did a couple of years ago but he actually is way more difficult. Aren't going to be 
that difficult that end up being the problem. Yeah. Yeah, it's, and I think actually the many people who think of themselves as I'm not a customizer or who feel like their work isn't respected as customizers, it's because they're maybe getting feedback from people who don't realize how hard this actually is. Because the, the finished product looks like a toy pony, a model pony at the very least. Mm -hmm. And people have this, like, idea in their head that if it's made, if it's a toy or a model, it must be easy. It must not be difficult. It must not be complicated. And they don't realize how, how hard it actually is. And so people, you know, go look at every, look at what I've been doing. And they've been working really hard but they're showing it to people who don't realize what the person's gone through to make it. Right. Well, you know, again, that just goes back to art in general because you you see the finished product and you have, you know, and unless you've been standing over the person's shoulder, you're standing over the shoulder of the person who made it, you have no idea how many hours and how much frustration and, four-letter words and blood, sweat, and tears has gone, in, gone into the process. And as the, the person who made, who made the customer or made the art piece, you know everything that's gone into it and whether or not it came out the way you wanted to or, you know, all the little intricate parts and pieces that went into it and... Anybody else, you know, especially people who aren't artists or don't have, you know, any creative way of thinking or just that inclination in general don't understand that something that looks so simple took hours, days, sometimes weeks or months to do to make it look like it was simple. Yeah, it's, uh, I mean, for example, I I neurotically sanded on this pony and re-sculpted some of the same spots multiple times <laughs> because it had a nick here or a scratch there or the shape wasn't quite right. I can't tell you how many pieces of sandpaper I have actually used. A lot. Eventually, well, yeah. one of my, my friends had to sit me down and say, it's fine. Just paint it and move on. Because I could have honestly, as an artist, sat there and neurotically sanded the pony even more. Because you're looking at it and going, it's not perfect. It's not perfect. It has to be perfect. And yet the person who's receiving it will probably look at it and think that, you know, it's awesome because they're not, they're not looking for what I'm seeing. Yeah, they're not looking for the flaws. They're not looking for the little spot out of place, the little, you know, uneven 
spot in the molding or the nick or anything like that. They're just looking at it and going, oh, you made me a cool pony. Yeah, it's uh, so so again to all the customizers out there, and I mean anybody who's made a custom pony. If we have invited you onto the show, just realize that we consider you customizers, and we think your work is awesome. And no matter how much negative feedback you've gotten from well-meaning family members who think you should be doing something that they understand. <laughs> Just know that there are some people out there who see what, what you're trying to do and who get your work. And also keep because in mind that there were many artists who were not understood within their own time. That's true. Look at Van Gogh, my favorite artist of all time. And he was despised by the entire community and nobody wanted his work. And now, like, museums can barely afford to purchase his paintings. Most of the museums that have paintings, they were donated because they can't afford to buy, you know, one of his little, like, pieces for several millions of dollars. If you are an artist, just realize that Family and friends often mean well, but unless they're an artist themselves, they're probably not going to get it. But that doesn't make you any less of an artist. Exactly. And there are other people out there who do get it, and when they want you to come and talk on their radio show, that means that you are an artist. And more importantly, that you are being recognized as an artist. Exactly. Oh. Yep. Well, so should we... Should we get on to some Ponyville? Sure. All righty. We don't have a whole lot of Ponyville left, actually. We're moving right along through it. Yeah, there's about one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Nine sections left, and some of the stuff in the other sections is repeats. Yeah. And mm -hmm. actually, some of the stuff in the play sets and ponies are, some of them are just pretty much the same pony two or three different times with just different accessories. Yeah. So... Yeah, so let's get started. We're on 2009 Ponyville Accessory Playsets and Ponies. All right. Are uh, you ready? I guess so. Yep, I'm on the page. All right. 
are as ready as we will ever be. Now, for those of you who have been following our show, you will remember that 2009 was the beginning of the restyle. So some of these yeah. are going to be restyles, or as we call them, G3.5, and some of them will not. We will let you know as we go which ones are. This first one is a restyle, a G3.5. It is Poor Unfortunate Sweetie Belle. And it is called A Day in the Garden with Sweetie Belle. And there's just... I'm not really sure what to say about this version of Sweetie Belle. This was when they tried to do sort of the anthropomorphized ponies for Ponyville, where they were sort of standing on their hind legs like people. Yeah, where they're, they're holding things, but they have no fingers. And it makes about as much sense as watching VeggieTales try to hold things. And they don't even have hands. I know, it's scary. They're, they're, they're telekinetic, VeggieTales are. Watch out, veggies. Vegetables will take over the world. <laughs> That's why we must eat them all. Eat them. Eat them all before they eat you. But yes, in this particular version, Sweetie Belle is standing on her hind legs. She's carrying a butterfly net. She's got a butterfly in her hair, in both her mane and one somehow landing on the on, on, on her tail, but not like at the base, it's where her tail meets her bum. Like, this butterfly has landed on a part of her hair that in motion, which is weird. And well, maybe the butterfly is holding that one lock of her tail up. That's a big lock of tail for a butterfly to be carrying, though. Or she put a lot of hair gel in her tail. Or it's not really hair gel. <laughs> Maybe it's honey or some sort of nectar attracting the butterflies. Maybe. I don't know. It's just weird. So she's got a butterfly on her tail and a butterfly on her mane. And her mane is shorter than one would expect it to be and kind of off to one side. And I don't know if her head moves, but if it doesn't, it's posed in a very weird pose. And she's wearing the most atrocious pair of yellow shorts and a pink shirt that I have ever seen. Yeah. Those are some bright yellow shorts, and they really don't... It's a shade of yellow that that really does not work with the rest of the colors on her or the pink shirt that she's wearing. Now, I know she's supposed to be a baby pony, so maybe somebody let her dress herself. But yeah. it's just, 
it cuts her body right in half. Like, it's a fashion no-no, even if you're a human. So... So, I don't know. It's, uh... I can't imagine who okayed this and said it looks good. But she comes with... I'm guessing that pink thing down there is... Maybe another butterfly net from the front? Yeah, part of the I think maybe it's a magnifying glass. Oh, that but, could be. Like, that would make To look at the little butterflies with. Yeah, because she's trying to catch a butterfly that's bigger than her head and her net with the net. There's a giant butterfly that's bigger than her head perched on a flower pot. A pot of multiple flowers. And she's trying to go at it with this net that's too small for the butterfly. And if you really did that to a real butterfly, you injure the butterfly. You fatally injure the butterfly. Do not try to catch a butterfly with a net that is too small. That's just me. Yeah, because that's a good way to break a wing and then pretty much kill the poor little butterfly. Yeah. Because it's not going to be able to fly to, you know, get food or to avoid predators. At that point, you've sentenced it to death. So if you well, don't love that butterfly, look. Don't touch. Exactly. But then maybe we can just explain that it's a magic butterfly net and perhaps it expands. Or a magic butterfly. Maybe it's a magic butterfly. Maybe it's not like a real butterfly. Maybe it's like one of those yard decorations and she's just outside pretending that she's going to catch a butterfly. That could be it too. Because I, I, I remember as a child, my, my great-grandma and my grandma had a plethora of yard ornaments, I believe is what they're called. And I would pretend with those yard ornaments. We'll see. So, yeah, then we could say that it's just maybe like a ceramic butterfly. Yeah that she's chasing out in, you know, her mom's front yard. So, yes, we, we will say she's pretending she's out butterfly catching. Huh. Finally, that part, that part of the symbol I was struggling with is done. Oh. When did disc golf get so complicated? Ooh, ooh, excuse me. All right. Now, the next one is A Day in the Park with Pinkie Pie, which is, again, another G3.5 Ponyville. And... She is basically all the same color pink. 
her, her mane and tail are exactly the same color as her body. Yeah, I mean, they might be a little paler, but it's kind of hard to tell in this photo. And if they are, they're not, it's not that, they, not that much of a difference. It's like yeah. maybe a shade apart, if that. Me, yeah, almost the same color. Yeah. The little outfit's kind of cute, though. She does have a better outfit than Sweetie Belle did. She's got shorty shorts, and she's got a tank top that's kind of roughly down at the bottom. Her shorty shorts are a light blue. Her tank top is yellow and light blue, much the same color as her cutie mark would be if you could see her cutie mark. Um, she's got a shape brooch or design or something on the tank top and she, her shorty shorts have a belt in them that's yellow with a red heart sort of buckle. Um, she's wearing a bracelet that's pink and light blue and yellow. And she comes with a number of great accessories. Yeah, now I wonder with these accessories if um, you can take them off her hand and they're interchangeable. I'm not sure. You know, it doesn't I, say much about it on this site. Yeah, it. I'm wondering if maybe the accessories will either have a peg on the back of them or if they're magnetized in some way because she does come, she, in the picture she's holding that bunch of three balloons that are dark pink with stripes and a yellow just plain heart-shaped balloon and a light heart-shaped balloon with polka dots. But she also comes with that light blue and yellow pinwheel, the pink cotton candy, and the bucket of popcorn. And those are all things you'd hold. Yeah, so maybe there are, there are like a there's like a peg or a magnet on there, probably a peg, because I do remember some of these Ponyvilles having little holes in their hands where you could stick stuff in. That would be interesting to know. So if somebody has information on that, in fact, I'm launching the chat now, because I've neglected to do that thus far. I've launched the chat room, so if anybody comes in and happens to know how those, you know, if those balloons are removable and how she holds them, that would be a big help. Let's see if we can find something on my little wiki. They might not have anything. But I'll... 
peruse that while we're doing this too. Okay, so that was the day in the park with Pinkie Pie. And yeah. I believe the next one on the list is another Pinkie Pie. Yes, our next one is Celebrate with Pinkie Pie, and this one confuses me. Because this one, the head shape is the same head shape as the regular ponybills that we've been discussing up until now. But she's standing up and holding a plate with a three-layer cake on it like she's a restyled G3.5. So this might have been an in-between when they were in the process of moving things over, but maybe they hadn't come up with new molds yet. It's a possibility. But yeah, so celebrate with Pinkie Pie. She's wearing a yellow dress with a pink, a dark pink bow and a dark pink flower on it. A pair of white shoes. A light blue party hat with a dark blue kind of puffball on the top. Of course, it's all molded plastic though, and I don't think the hat is removable actually. Um. She comes with a white present wrapped with a big dark pink bow, a slice of cake, light pink on a yellow plate. A the cake she's holding is dark has a dark yellow tray with um, the three layers of the cake being the same dark pink as the bow, with white trim, and a little yellow something on top that I can't really identify from this picture. And she also seems to come with. I'm guessing that's a party invitation. Um, and I'm, looks like it. And I'm betting that that is Rainbow Dash on the party invitation. Mm, yeah, I think so. I was kind of hoping it was Minty, but I think I don't think it's Minty. I think it's Rainbow Dash. The tail no, is dark. She's... It's purple, and it looks like there's pink and yellow in the hair. In the main. Yeah. So this is this is an odd one because it's sort of it, it it's made to look like the G three point five pony bills and the fact that she's wearing clothes and holding things in her hand, but she's got the same head molded head as uh, the previous G3 Ponybills. So now I will like say the 3.20, well, something between 0.5 and 3. I'm not very G3. good with decimals right now. G3.25, I guess. There we go. It should be pointed out that the previous Ponyville stuff that we've been talking about, they put a lot of detail into the cutie marks and the accessories. And we're now entering the 
the phase where they're putting less detail into the pony and let a lot less detail into the accessories. Yeah, and a lot of these accessories are um, rehashed or reused, and it's just something that has been in a previous set and it's being repainted. And, you know, yeah, a lot of accessories are, are not even fully painted. They're just one solid color now. Yeah. Now, our next one is Cheerily. And it says Cheerily with wings. But it's not necessarily that Cheerily... It, it's not Cheerily as a Pegasus. It's... A regular Ponyville cheerily. She's got the great cutie mark and everything, even though she does have skeleton head. She's on all fours. But it seems she does come with a pair of wings as an accessory, although how they go on her, I'm not entirely sure. Uh, well, they're kind of like the clip-on wings for the um, that the G2 line had. Except not but a they're sort of. Yeah. I think they're supposed to be like butterfly wings or something. So they sort of just rest on her back. Hmm. I guess I'd have to see them in person to really know how well they work. But nonetheless, Shirley comes with a pair of white wings that have um, dark pink, um, accents and perhaps holes in the wings at some a little bit or something. I'm not entirely sure how that works, but needless to say, we'll, we'll just say her, her wings are white and dark. Otherwise, she is a G3 Ponyville that has occurred previously in one of the other sets we've talked about. Well, actually, the next pony on the list is the same is cheerily uh, with these same wings, but she's also got, I guess, the removable hair piece. This is when they started doing the Ponyvilles with interchangeable plastic removable hair. And they actually show, a pi in this picture, they show her with the wings on. Yeah. Now, see, in this one, this is actually fairly cute, and you can see that her, her cutie mark is still quite detailed, because um, you can actually see her cutie mark. She is on all fours, but she is at G3.5. So this gives you a, a real good way to compare the 3s and the 3.5s. She does have the the removable hair. I don't know if it's actually removable, but it looks like the removable hair that the regular size G3.5s have. And this one's actually pretty cute. Um, the wings look like they, they sit on her with the same sort of um, sliding clip that the G4 saddles have. Um, yes. And the wings actually kind of... Yeah, I think it is sort of like the G4 saddles, where it just sort of slides on. And and so it looks like the wings fit on her a little bit 
maybe the same idea, but a little bit differently than the first Cheerily with Wings. So um, I, it would be interesting to hear from someone who had both of these if they could, you know, compare the main differences. You know, I'm not a big fan of the 3.5, but I will say this one looks pretty cute. I, what I really wish, though, is you can see on her wig that there's cherry blossoms, pigtails, but they're not painted. I would have really liked to see them paint those and give some good detail to those. Yeah. They kind of look, the, the little flowers in her hair do look a little awkward. It's just, you know, the exact same color as her mane. Yeah. But if you're a customizer, I suppose that's something that, you know, you could do is just go through all the accessories and paint them. <laughs> <laughs> well, honestly, it's something I'd probably end up doing if I had all these Ponyville accessories, especially, you know, especially in a nice display because... I'm slightly anal retentive about some of my ponies. I want them to look right. Yes. Now this next one, this next one kind of confuses me. It is called <laughs> Cook, it is called Cook with Cheerily. It is a G three point two five, where it's the same kind of head that the G three Ponybills had. But again, she's standing on two legs. She's holding something in her front hooves, and I can't really tell what it is. She's dressed I in a robe. It might be like a coffee cup. I'm not sure. Oh, that would make that would make sense considering she's dressed in a robe, slippers, and she has a towel on her head. She looks like she woke up in the morning, got out of the shower, and she's going to get breakfast. She seems to come with a hot pink frying pan with some eggs sunny side up, a tray that has a molded fork and knife on it and the same color as the tray, and scrambled eggs on a white plate. And I'm guessing that other thing in the picture is an apron, but you probably can't actually put it on the pony. Oh, the yellow thing? Yeah. I think that's actually a toaster. Oh, oh, I can see it as a toaster now. So she comes It's a rather a large and out of proportion toaster. Yes, yeah, so it's almost the same size as her. And then Yeah, cuz it's got I'm guessing the dial on the front and a lever on the side. Yeah. And then the white and black Thing, I'm guessing is a newspaper. So it shouldn't say cook with cheerily. It should say wake up with cheerily. Because it doesn't look like like she's a cook. It's like she just, you know, woke up, got it got out of the shower and now she's gonna go get breakfast. Yep. And and quite frankly I'm not just not really impressed with this this particular style of the Ponyville and accessories. 
Pony old fashioned, I like my ponies with four feet on the ground. Right. Yeah, Don't I mean, Nick. well, you know, that's how you grow up with ponies. That's what a pony is. Yeah. The next one is get Pinkie Pie ready for bed. And I have to laugh because the hairstyle they give this style of Pinkie Pie to me looks like the hairdo that Jesse on Full House had in the 80s. It does kind of look like Jesse's hair now that you mention it. It does. You know, it just kind of flips over with a little bit of a curl. Kind of long, but kind of short. It's Uncle Jesse Pinkie Pie. <laughs> Woohoo, Uncle Jesse Pinkie Pie. So, uh, yeah, she's she's carrying a yellow doll. She's wearing uh, white bunny slippers and a set of pajamas that's, I guess, a light sea green pair of shorts with a white trim and a top that's white and sea green. She's showing mid-drift. And I'm not sure that that's the image we want to send to little girls, that it's okay to show that much belly. I mean, presumably this is for, like, little kids, right? Oh, yeah. So, when did we decide that, that, you know, little kids should, you know, be showing belly buttons? I suppose it's okay because she's going to bed. Yeah. She comes with a blanket that actually looks like it's made of fabric, and I applaud that. And then she's got a, an alarm clock, which they put in actual, actually quite a bit of detail in, to, as well as the storybook that they put quite a bit of detail into. And to me, that toothbrush and toothpaste, don't those look like the G1 baby pony accessories? Yeah, actually they do. I would love to get my hands on those and compare. Because I, I believe I have the G1 baby pony accessories that are the toothbrush and the toothpaste for my baby toothy lurchy split. I actually think I might have that toothbrush and toothpaste because I think that came with another Ponyville set. I might have to send that off to you so that you can compare. All right, and then once I compare, I will send it back. Okay. Because I would be interested to know if it's the same size, and if it is, if they just created a new mold with the two stuck together. They might have. I would not put it past Hasbro to do that. They are notorious for reusing old molds. That's true. But hey, if it is, that means say hello to the G1 accessories, all you people who think you you, you don't have a connection to G1 ponies. By the way, Pony Husband and Pony Baby are back. Oh, hi, Pony Husband. Hi, Pony Baby. Um, 
All right. So the next one is help Star Song get pretty. And good Lord, someone needs to help Star Song get pretty. She needs lots of help, this poor girl. In so many ways. She's She's got the skeleton he- a skeleton head like the regular G3 Ponyville's had. Her nose is too long and at a weird angle. She's standing on two legs, so that looks weird in and of itself. Her, mm-hmm. her wings are no longer gradiated like the original Ponyville's were. They're just a darker purple than her body. And uh, she's wearing hot pink shoes with a light seafoam green dress with a white trim and white bows in her tail, but she's got the weird, flippy, jessy hair that this style of Ponyville tends to have. Mm-hmm. So her, her shoes don't work well with her dress. Her dress has pink scissors in the pocket. So... Not entirely sure what that's all about. She's got an orange hair dryer, a yellow and white spritz bottle, which I actually like the spritz bottle because to me it looks like a real spritz bottle. She's yeah, got an amazingly put... What? Uh, I was about to say, they did put um, some good detail into a few of these accessories. Yeah, I mean, the, the, the hair dryer, they didn't really, it's just painted orange. And it seems yeah. to be molded onto her hand. But the uh, the brush that comes with it is amazingly realistic looking. I don't know if those bristles are like molded plastic and just painted to look that way or if they put actual bristles in there. That would be interesting to know. But that brush, I'm loving that brush. Despite the fact that it matches her shoes but not her dress, I suppose it doesn't, your, your brush doesn't really have to match anything you wear. Mm-hmm. But then she's got this, this dresser that's Dreamcastle pink with Dreamcastle blue drawers and, and an ugly yellow trim that matches the the spritz bottle, and then a bottle of shampoo that's the same ugly yellow color with a light pink um, lid. There's some great detail in that brush, and if the, the dresser did not have that ugly yellow trim on the top, I'd actually really like the dresser, because like I said, it's a dream castle pink and blue. But yeah, her outfit is, it doesn't match, it doesn't go, it doesn't work. She should be nominated for what not to wear. And well, she's maybe she's just, well, maybe she's just starting to do her hair and make herself pretty, and we caught her before she got everything finished. Maybe. Now, the next one actually looks kind of cute. And I will let you describe it. Okay. Now, oh, this one is kind of cute. The next one is um, Let's Bake with Rainbow Dash. And she is supposed to be one of the ponies that kind of stands up on her hind legs. But 
she's actually sitting down. And this rainbow dash, well, some of it's a little washed out in this photo, but she's got a white chef's hat on, and then her outfit sort of looks like a pink jumpsuit with a yellow shirt underneath and a yellow flower on the front of the, suit, the little overalls or jumpsuit. And she's got a green bowl that's got some sort of batter mixture in it, and she's holding an orange spoon that has some of the batter on it. And she has... I'm not sure if that yellow carton is supposed to be, I guess it's a carton of eggs. Yeah, I think it's a carton of six eggs. Okay. And then she's got a yellow, or no, an orange carton of milk with pink dots on the side. And she has a pink cake box that opens up. And I can kind of see the shape of two little white things off to the side. I guess those are supposed to be cakes or cookies or something that she's baking. I think but maybe. I'm not completely sure. Yeah. The white thing, I think, is a pie with a slice out of it. But I'm not, I'm not entirely no. sold on that idea. It might be. It's kind of hard to see in this photo. Yeah, it's not not the best photo. But presumably, it goes in the pink box. I do like that the box opens. And that the thing of eggs open it, opens and closes. Oh, yeah. So this and is actually something they did put a fair amount of detail into for the accessories they had. You know, that... Yes, the eggs are molded in, but they are painted white, whereas their container is yellow. The container opens and closes, the box opens and closes, so at least it's not just, like, fixed in that position. Well, yeah, and even the little pink box looks like, you know, it looks like a real bakery cake box. Yes. Because they are basically bakery cake boxes for the most part are basically just plain cake mm -hmm. box. So I do like that one. And I, I think she's the, the, how she say you reminds me of the newborn cuties and I think she's pretty cute. Yeah. She is kind of cute because she sort of looks like the little kid that's singing in the kitchen going, I'm helping. Yeah, it is pretty cute. <laughs> I do like that one. The next one, however, is kind of creepy looking. Oh, yes, this one. I'm not really sure where they were going with this. I'm not entirely sure why they wanted to do this particular thing. This is, again, a 3.25. So 
regular Ponyville skeleton head, but with the 3.5 molded, you know, styled mane standing on two legs, holding something with imaginary fingers. Um, her accessories aren't as detailed as I'd like. She's got a lime green easel. She's holding a paintbrush that's molded to her hand. There's three tubes of paint that are molded together, two of which are pink and one is orange. God knows why. Uh. A paint palette that contains orange, light pink, dark red, and seafoam green. Again, not entirely sure why those colors, especially since most of them aren't on the pictures she's painted. Now, I do like the pictures she's painted that come with it, and presumably they fit into the little easel and sit there, but it doesn't really go with the previous, like, accessory buildings. And it just looks weird. She's Oh, she's wearing a lime green dress and pink leggings. Funky colored, like, white, purp- white and purple shoes. Yeah. Now, the paintings look say, like there's... Go ahead. I was going to say, I've seen this one in uh, Bymart, and I have passed it up. You know, it's just one of those things that I look at, and I, would, I wouldn't even consider buying it. There's nothing special enough about the accessories to make me want it, and the pony looks hideous. Yeah. I mean, the paint palette is kind of neat looking, but the rest of it is just sort of, I'm not really sure. It's just one of those ponies that you look at her and go, and no. Yeah, to me, it just doesn't have a lot of display value, nor is it attractive enough to be displayed as a collector's piece. Yeah. Oh, but anyway. Well, we can move on to the next one. Mm-hmm. And let's see. That would be... Party time with Rainbow Dash. Now, this one I did think was cute. What was that? This one I did think was cute, but there's not a lot of detail to the accessories. Yeah, um, because what she does have, I mean, this is one of the um, 
I don't know if she'd count as one of the restyles because she's got, you know, the stylized hair. Well, she is a 3.5. Okay. She is a 3.5, but she's not standing on two legs. She's standing on four, which I like. Her, she doesn't have a skeleton head like some of the regular G3 Ponyville's had. She still has rainbow dashes symbol and it's detailed. It's a little skewed. It's not quite right, but it, it will cut them some slack there. Um, so I actually like the pony. Her her hairdo is maybe a little overstyled, but it it's cute. It's just my big issue is that a, we've seen all these accessories before with the full-size ponies. Um, you know, that's the same stereo that uh, came with some of the other th full-size G3 ponies. That's a full-size cake that I think may have come with one of the um, new, uh, newborn cuties. Um, I think the teddy bear may have come with a newborn cutie, and then of course that that mold we've we've seen it even into the current line as the package from the wedding, you know, the wedding present. Oh yeah, that that package has been used an awful lot. Yeah. So it's uh, none of the accessories are unique. You know, the, the balloons, I'm sure, came with a one of the newborn cuties for their birthday. But at the same time, the, the accessories, while they're not unique, they are cute enough, and the pony's fairly cute. Put your phone down, or I won't break it. Thank you. Oh, is that Pony Baby I hear in the background? That is Pony Baby you hear in the background. Aww. She's getting to be quite chatty. She, she's really working on making uh, talky sounds like Baba and Mama and, you know, although she's still doing a lot of the thing. <laughs> Well, if, I, if, still, if it still gets your attention, it counts as a word for her. Uh, let's see. I need to get the charger for my phone since it's beeping at me. And I have just been accused of the iniquitous crime of walking past the pony baby and not picking her up. Oh, despite no. The fact that she's currently, despite the fact that she's currently being held by Daddy. I, I used to be very hard on, like, parents who had, like, spoiled kids. I totally see how that can happen now. Because... When they cry, you feel so bad. 
you know, it's it's really. Look what I brought you. Aww. What's the matter, pony baby? Oh my goodness. Yeah. Oh. Oh dear. talk into the phone.
Yeah, go ahead and, and start describing Pinkie Pie with ice cream tart. Okay. Well, this Pinkie Pie, she's pretty much, you know, the standard Pinkie Pie. The same pink body, pink hair and tail. Um, they didn't make the hair, the mane and the tail a slightly different shade than her body. And actually you can see in this picture the darker pink stripes in her mane and her tail. And just from the angle that they have her in this picture, she looks like she's got a slightly shorter mane than usual. And her ice cream cart is sort of interesting. It's a green cart, these two big pink wheels on it that have big, like, orangey-yellow flowers in them or on them, and there's a little pink piece on the front of it that I would guess where Pinkie Pie's foot would go so that she can push it. And there's a clear dark blue plastic top and the banner on it's all one color pink and it's got different pictures of the ice cream. And there's little symbols next to it which I guess would probably be like the prices of each little ice cream treat. And she has four different ice creams. There's a all pink um, single scoop in a, in a cone. And there's an orange, sort of an orangey-yellow uh, double popsicle. There's a teal-colored uh, big solid popsicle. And then there's a light purple... I'm not sure if that's supposed to be like um, one of those round ice cream bars that they have like at um, Dairy Queen or if it's supposed to be a lollipop. It's got kind of a swirl to it, so I suppose you could say it's either one. Yeah, it's a, I feel like it's a missed opportunity because they could have painted the cone a different color than the ice cream and the ice cream cone, the six different colors than the, you know, popsicle or ice cream treat. They could have painted the swirls, and maybe it would have been more clear what it's supposed to be. Um, they could have painted the heart on the top of the cart a different color. They could have painted the individual treats on the, you know, banner to match the treats that it came with. But they they didn't do any of those things. On although I do applaud the clear blue, you know, lid to the ice cream cart though. Yeah, because that actually does look like a glass top. Yeah, and I do like Pinkie, the style of Pinkie Pie's hair. Um, I just feel like it, as far as the accessories go, it was a missed opportunity. Yeah, it's kind of one of those, they started to put some detail into it, but didn't quite go as far as they could have. Or as far as they should have. Yes. You know, sometimes less is more, 
But I think in this case, they were just thinking less detail is more money. <laughs> um, but I, I, I think that it could have been an opportunity to have some really interesting accessories, and instead it's just kind of boring. Oh, yeah. All right, so our next oh. one is Pinky Pie with a Balloon. It's a regular it's a regular Ponyville Pinkie Pie G3. Um, she's got a, a heart-shaped balloon accessory that attaches to her leg. Other than that, there's nothing that can be said about it. Yeah, this kind of boring, normal Pinkie Pie. And then... This next Pinkie Pie is pretty much the same thing, but instead of being the G3 normal Ponyville Pinkie Pie, she's the 3.5. And I believe it's even the very same balloon for her accessory. Yeah, I think so. Um and I'm kind of wondering if maybe these were released at the same time because they were hoping that, by comparison, the G3.5s would appear cuter than the, the particular G3 molds that they were using. And maybe it would increase sales of the 3.5s. Yeah, maybe, but... You know, really seeing the two of them almost side by side, there isn't, I, I really don't see much difference between the two. Well, there, there really, aside from the style of the pony, there really isn't much of a difference. You know, Pinkie Pie is pink, blue and yellow balloons. There's a... She's all, and as far as the G3s and the G4s are concerned, she's always been that way. You know, she's... Yeah. That's just Pinkie Pie. And then her coming with a heart-shaped balloon. Oh, that's a shocker. <laughs> a, a, a pink pony with balloons for a cutie mark comes with a heart-shaped balloon. You know, it's it's really, I think, about as predictable and boring as you could possibly get. Yeah. But anyway. Next, yeah. The next one is Popcorn Cart with Tweety Bell. I think. Yeah. It's like a different one. No, I didn't. No, because right. it was, yeah, after the ice cream cart, it was Pinkie Pie with the balloon and Pinkie Pie with the balloon again. So, yeah, we're on the popcorn cart. Now, this is an unfortunate one because Sweetie Belle looks terrible. The popcorn cart uh. is bad. You can see the popcorn in, you know, it's got the glass, plastic, you know, clear 
you know, window that you can see the popcorn in. And, um, the popcorn is unfortunately, like the one that hooks to her leg, is just solid molded green. They didn't even bother to paint the popcorn. And the soda is just solid seafoam, kind of greeny blue. Nothing on it is painted. And then they give Sweetie Belle this weird, I'm guessing it's a wig, I'm guessing it's detachable, but it covers her ears, so you can't see her ears. Her, bo her horn is barely long enough to stick out underneath the wig. And it's the weirdest little, like, pigtail thing. It's just, it does not look good. And I'm wondering what the designers had against Sweetie Belle. They took one of the most beautiful unicorns from the G3 line, and they insisted on making her look terrible over and over and over again. Are you okay, Pumpkin? Are you just as frustrated about it as Mommy? She says, I don't like yeah. it, Mommy. It's okay. If Mommy ever gets a hold of one, she'll make better hair for Sweetie Belle. Otherwise, I mean, again, it's, there's not much to say aside from the fact that the wig is atrocious and they totally bombed the accessories that hook to the legs. They didn't even bother to paint, like, the popcorn a different color than the container. And the popcorn in the popcorn part is the same color as the popcorn part. I don't know if it's supposed to be caramel corn or what, but to me, popcorn is white, not caramel color. So yeah. unless they want to try and convince me that she's got kettle corn part. Well, it could be. It could be kettle corn. You know, or maybe it's extra buttery. All right. With artificial imitation, uh, artificial imitation synthetic butter flavor. All right, well, let's go to our next one, which our next one I have mixed feelings about. On the one hand, it's cute enough, but on the other hand, it's too anthropomorphized for my personal taste. Oh, yes, this one. Which one? Rainbow Dash with Chest and Frog. Or otherwise known as the Princess Rainbow Dash. Hey, we have a we have someone else online. <laughs> oh, we do. And who might that be? <laughs> I hear giggling. <laughs> Hi. Got it. I thought I, I I thought I was going crazy, but I'm not. <laughs> That's okay. 
I thought I was going nuts for a minute there because I thought your voice changed. I went, wait a minute, that's not Nishi. That's what I thought about your voice. I'm like, wait a minute. Is Nishi learning to trip with him? <laughs> well, whoever it is is giggling an awful lot. <laughs> All right, Mr. Caller, announce yourself. <laughs> it is I, the host of the show. <laughs> the host of the show? Yeah. I thought you successfully taken over the show. Last you and your ways of getting into the show, I have sort of taken over. <laughs> <laughs> I always have a way to get into the show. <laughs> Ah, she's infiltrated <laughs> your plan. Curse you, Pandora Rose. Curse you. Honey, <laughs> baby, take her little pony fist at you. <laughs> I could not help myself. I was sitting here. I logged in, and it's like, Hmm, let me think. Should I just start hitting random, you know, sound effects? <laughs> you booted me out of the chat. Oops, sorry. Fine, I, you moderate the chat then. It's okay. She didn't mean to boot me out of the chat. It's okay. No, I didn't. Here's your rainbow dash. Yeah. Your, yeah, there's your rainbow dash. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah, see, I could have been evil, and I could have just started hitting, you know, random sound effects, like... Oh, the infamous frying pan. <laughs> you know, I was debating doing that. But then I would have had to do this. No! No! But <laughs> I would have had to do this. Oh, goodness. But then I would have to do this. And I would have had to do this. Oh, that was so dramatic, wasn't it? (laughs) Yes, but then I would be tempted to do this. I would have been tempted to do this. My little pony, my little pony. Ah. <laughs> 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 
you like your stuff, Rainbow Dash, better? I do, too. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, we have eight minutes left of the show. And we've gotten through more than half of the 2009 Ponyville accessory playsets and ponies. That's pretty good, considering it's a pretty long list. Yes. And I, I think we'll we'll just stop it at that because honestly, if I have to see more repeats, I'm going to go insane. I'm ready for a good midsummer murder right about now. I've just about had it with this juicy Ponyville nonsense. Yep. No. I am sorry I wasn't able to find um, a customizer for you guys tonight. That's okay. Our, our, our first half an hour of talk was actually about, you know, how customizers shouldn't tell us that they're not really customizers. Huh, okay. Because if we're inviting you onto the show because you're a customizer, then not only are you a customizer, but you're recognized for your customizing skills. Yes. You have to stop arguing with us and just come on the show. There were also a threats of doing, doing ambush customizers. Come in. If... Uh, if people kept trying to refuse to come on the show willingly, we would hunt them down and do surprise customizer interviews. Oh, dear. So we were letting them off this week because it's so close to the holidays. However, there once the start of the New Year comes, no more excuses. <laughs> Bless you. Was that her, was that her little sneeze? Yeah. That should have been and a little sneeze with some little sneeze. Yeah. Aww. You can't see it right now, but right now she's playing with um, a stuffed rainbow dash from the sweet factory that my sister got her. Okay. It's got slightly better hair than uh, the... Um, Build-A-Bear Rainbow Dash has uh-huh. um, as far as quality. And it doesn't have the weird extra blue hair in the mane that the Build-A-Bear Rainbow Dash has. Plus it's small hmm. enough to fit in flap instead of, you know, being big enough for her to ride. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that would not be a good idea. She does love her big rainbow dash, though, too, her Build-A-Bear one. Well, that's good. And she's also stolen my McDonald's toy rainbow dash, the one that came with the little ring. Mmm. The second wave of G4 McDonald's toys. I'm surprised that they didn't do a McDonald's toy last summer. Yeah, I know. I was looking for one this year, and it's like, Am I just completely missing it? 
No, they just didn't do them because normally they pair them with the Transformers, and I think Barbie was paired with Transformers this last year or something. Yeah, I know. I think, I think Transformers are looking over kind of like, what's this tramp doing here? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it just, I mean, I'm I'm not entirely sure why My Little Pony did not get a McDonald's toy this last year. I was rather disappointed. I mean, it's the only reason I go to McDonald's anymore anyway. It's not like they have food at McDonald's that I can eat. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, but hopefully next. Hopefully next month we will be able to get a customizer to interview. Yes, that would be nice. A willing one, not a taken hostage one. <laughs> Although I am willing to take hostage, don't think I won't do it. <laughs> taken hostage makes it more fun. Oh dear. <laughs> I knew I shouldn't have taught you how to use the call out feature. <laughs> <laughs> Pony people beware. <laughs> we know your numbers and we will come and find you. <laughs> yep, we will indeed hunt you down and demand to know your customizing secrets. <laughs> And make you put your small children on the air for us to go, aww, at. (laughs) But do we want to do a show next week? Um, I'd rather... Next week is the 22nd. That's a little close to Christmas. But we can. I'm willing to if you are. Well, I can. I think if we do one next next week, though, it should be a review of our favorite Christmas ponies, though. Ooh, that'll be a good one. Oh, yeah, that would be cool. Now, if I'm on next week, I'm probably going to be baking in the midst of also talking about ponies, so. That's fine. No problem. We'd like to to hear what you're baking. (laughs) And we're down to the last 90 seconds, so. This is Kim Monolf, and you have listened to Pony Talk. See you next week. Bye-bye. Hey, we got her in. Yay. Woo-hoo! Why don't we convene on Sunday to decide whether or not we will do a show on Monday? That sounds good. That sounds like a plan to me. Well... I've been up 
pretty much a good portion of the day. <laughs> oh, so you're ready to go to bed. Yeah, I had to work I had to work today because I have to do an exam on uh Saturday. So I took took a one in today so that then I won't have to take uh PTO time for Saturday. Ah. Pony night night live audience. Pony night night. Good night everybody. All right, we're into ponies after dark. Woohoo! <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was just too cute. We need to record that. <laughs> All right, I'll record it to you, and uh, I don't know. I'll, I'll record it to you, and I'll send it to you in a in a phone message, and you can deal with it however you need to deal with it. Because that will be too cute as the ponies after dark opening. (laughs) Don't you think? I think that would be cute. That would be fun. Ooh, pearly baby ponies. (laughs) Just wait till she learns actual words. Oh, dear. Are we going to have fights just like little alley cat and uh, kitten? Well, I can hear it now. No! (laughs) And we both sit here and laughing three seconds before the tumbling starts. And then the phone goes dead. <laughs> All right. Well, you should see her. She's uh, she's learning to walk, and so right now she's actually holding my fingers and standing using her own power. She's just using my hands for uh, balance. Ooh. Oh, cool. Big girl. So she's uh she hasn't quite figured out that she she needs to keep her feet flat if she's gonna be standing or walking. She hasn't quite figured out that when you walk you don't cross your legs each step. <laughs> but but she does try to walk and uh she can walk from, you know, where she is to any place she wants to go as long as you're walking with her and she can hold on to your hand. Aww. She's getting a lot of practice at that. Not nearly enough practice at crawling. <laughs> uh-uh, who needs to crawl? Yeah, she's she she she's just never really going to enjoy being on her tummy, you know, or or probably crawling very much. She will throw herself on her belly and reach for things. Oh. Oh. oh dear. Oh, it's okay, dear. pony baby. It's okay. It's okay. We'll, we'll stop talking about tummy time. I made the bubbles go away on the laptop. 
Oh, that was a bad mommy. Oh, she wanted to play, watch the bubbles. Well, the problem is that she wants, she wants to touch the bubbles, which means she starts crawling on the laptop and trying to, trying to enter the screen, which, of course, is, you know, not possible. So, um, and she's fussy. Kind of tired still. Yeah. Aww. But she's sick. Yeah. Poor Munchkin. Yeah. Poor baby. Yeah, they're talking to you when they're calling you Munchkin. That's you. Munchkin Melody. <laughs> You're all stuffy again. Oh, Oh dear. And so she she really doesn't like being stuffy, but even more than that, she really doesn't like you cleaning out her nose. Oh. <laughs> doesn't matter how you do it. The the, the, the nasal bulb, the musical nasal aspirator, Q tips. There's no way to not have her cry while you do that. Oh. <laughs> Well, I would cry, too, if I had something shoved up my nose involuntarily. <laughs> so I'm right there with her. Yeah, uh, there's your rainbow dash. And there's the rainbow bubble. All right. But, yeah, so at least we've gone through... The, more than half of the most boring part of Ponyville. <laughs> well, that's good. <laughs> yeah. Really, honestly, I, I just... That... That, to me, the, the Core 7 and Ponyville combined where they're not really doing anything special with the accessories is even more boring than just the core seven regular size ponies. Oh my, that makes it really boring then. Oh, what is painful. They should be ashamed of themselves. Yeah. They should oh, just no, issue a general policy for 2019. When you release a Pinkie Pie and then another Pinkie Pie that's the same pose with the same symbol and the same accessory and, and then the only is that it's a G three point five versus a G three point or G three versus a G three point five. Honestly, Hasbro, like somewhere on their site, they should just issue a, an apology for everything they released in 2009. <laughs> like, sorry, we'll try and do better in the future. Yeah, that would be kind of nice, wouldn't it? It would. <laughs> Oh, 
did not understand a word she said, but... <laughs> oh, that was me making fans. That was me making oh, okay. fans. Oh, okay. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, I've got to let you guys go, because Pony Baby is telling me that it's feeding time, so... Okay. Well, Alrighty. We might I'll talk see you guys on Sunday and we'll figure out what we're doing next week. Sounds good. Alrighty. Okay. Alrighty. Bye-bye. <laughs> Bye, guys. Bye.